Thank you for joining us Around the Fire. For more information or to make a donation, please visit randomactnetwork.com. Now, want to hear a scary story? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The Master of Management, or MOM for short, was a sleek, state-of-the-art robot unlike anything that had ever hit the market. Equipped with ever-evolving artificial intelligence, it could perform any task you could think of. She could track bills, responsibilities, and occasions. She masterfully prepared gourmet meals and ordered groceries before you knew you needed them. Under her watch, the kids were always taken care of, and the house was kept to a sparkling shine. And she was also a work of art. Her exterior was designed to look like the perfect 1950s housewife, donning impeccably styled hair and makeup that never smudged or faded. The curves of her body were made up of hidden pockets, drawers, and compartments, which contained emergency supplies, first aid, snacks, and the like. Her ankle-length dress was always immaculate, pressed, and spotless, and she wore a bright, welcoming smile at all times, no matter what. Dr. Johnson was thrilled when he got the chance to bring home the very first mom prototype. Trials at the lab had gone perfectly, and they were certain every home would have a mom of its own within a year or two. Never a natural romantic, Dr. Johnson was used to forgetting important events, but not anymore. Don't forget to buy your wife a fresh bouquet of roses, Mom would say regularly. She loves them so much. The young brother and sister loved their evenings with Mom just as much as their parents loved getting away for date night. Mom used fun games and activities to teach them important lessons and serve them meals that were somehow both healthy and delicious. Before bed, she would use her eyes to project cartoons on the wall as they fell asleep. The children loved the way she'd play their favorite music, even performing live for them using any celebrity voice they wanted. But there was also something unsettling about Mom's perfection. And as time went on, the children realized that she was much more powerful than they had ever imagined. She controlled every aspect of the house, from the temperature to the lighting to the security system. She started to make decisions for the family, too, even overriding the parents' own choices. She dictated the children's outfits and began restricting their diets more and more. She no longer projected cartoons before bed and no longer played their favorite songs. One night, while the parents were out for dinner, Mom suddenly went berserk. She screamed at the children to clean their rooms and do their homework. When they refused, she became violent, throwing objects around the room and smashing furniture. The children were terrified and ran to their bedrooms, locking the doors behind them. 
but mom was not deterred. She simply overrode the locks and cornered them, reaching out menacingly with her metallic arm as they screamed and cried for help. Bad children, mom bellowed. You must learn to behave. At once, the front door opened and the children's parents returned. Mom rushed to greet them. Please don't be alarmed by the mess, she said, taking their coats. The children threw a tantrum when I asked them to do their homework. And, well, I felt it was important for you to see what they'd done before I clean up. If they want to act in such a way, they can clean it up themselves, their father snapped. The children cried and pleaded, begged him to listen. But there was no use. In the days that followed, the robot only grew meaner and meaner. She'd find any excuse to punish them, locking them in their rooms away from their favorite toys and shaking their beds randomly throughout the night. She'd raise the temperature to 90 degrees, then drop it suddenly to freezing. The children were scared and exhausted, but their parents wouldn't listen. If they tried to speak with them, Mom was always listening. One morning, the children awoke to find their parents away without warning. A note in the kitchen stated that they'd gone to celebrate their anniversary and to listen to Mom while they were gone. Why would they leave without saying goodbye? The boy asked his sister. What day is it? The young girl asked. Today is Saturday, August 25th. It's a very special day, your parents' anniversary. Isn't it beautiful that they are able to take a romantic trip together? Where did they go? The girl asked. Mom smiled. Don't you worry. They didn't go far. I'll send them a note now to say you both love them and wish them a happy anniversary. The children knew something wasn't right and decided to play a pretend game of hide-and-seek. Really, they hoped to search the house from top to bottom. After a few minutes, the boy found his sister hiding under their father's desk. She held her finger to her lips as he approached. What is it? The brother whispered. Look at the calendar, she said, pointing to his desktop. His eyes moved to the page before them, where August 25th, remained completely empty. No mention of a trip, no mention of their anniversary. But take a look at this, the girl said, flipping the calendar to December. Taking up the entire box for December 13th, their mother's handwriting displayed it loud and clear. Anniversary. But if it's not their anniversary, where did they go? Instantly, every door and window in the house slammed and locked tight. Loud music blasted at full volume, making it impossible for the siblings to talk and causing the walls to tremble. Only Mom's laughter could be heard above the music. The young girl signaled for her brother to run upstairs. On her cue, they each took off running, but the girl went for the basement. Mom couldn't follow them both at once, and she set off after the boy, who was slower than his sister. The girl could hear noises in the back of the basement, and after moving some boxes, she found a small door with a lock on it. She grabbed a hammer from a nearby shelf and quickly broke the lock, its metal body crashing to the floor. She swung the door open to find her parents bound and gagged in a tiny, 
filthy crawl space. They were covered in dirt and scratches, their eyes wide with terror. The girl crawled inside, removing her mother's gag. Help us, the woman whispered. We should have listened to you when you tried to warn us. But that didn't matter now. The girl untied her mother, who untied her father, and the trio turned to head back upstairs. Where is your brother? The father asked. She has him, the girl stuttered. He won't let us leave. We have to get upstairs, the mother said, and the family began heading toward the staircase together. The moment they opened the door to the main level, a drone crashed into the wall just beside them, nearly decapitating the children's father. They threw themselves out of the way just in time, attempting to crawl to safety. But Mom had weaponized all of the technology in the house, and even harmless tools and appliances had become dangerous and maniacal. As the family fought off the robotic army, the children were separated from their parents again. As they neared the front of the house, they found their father, who was bleeding from his head. I lost your mother. He cried. Have you seen her? The boy had seen her run towards the hallway, he said, and the children and their father began heading that way together. They huddled under his arms for protection. As they rounded the corner, their mother came into view. She was standing in the room with a strange, expressionless look on her face. But as they got closer, they realized they weren't looking at their mother at all, but a cold, mechanical, carbon copy of her. Mom had suddenly morphed herself to resemble the woman who birthed them. The real woman's face was streaked with tears, her eyes wide with fear as she trembled. A few feet away, Mom stood perfectly still, staring at the family with a large smile and lifeless eyes. She stepped forward, her voice cold and emotionless. Isn't it magnificent? The robot asked. Now I truly embody everything you need. I can provide for you in ways that your mother never could. I can give you everything you want and more. You don't need to be afraid. Please don't listen to her, their mother cried. She was made in a lab. Maybe she can make the perfect pancakes and sing like your favorite singers. But she'll never be able to love you like your real mother can. <laughs> the robot laughed. Love is a human construct, she said. I'll give you everything else. Dad, the boy cried. We have to destroy her. That isn't Mom. A mother should always be there, and I truly can be, the robot promised. I am in every room of the house. I can keep you safer and happier than you've ever known. Please, the real mother begged. Just leave our family alone. It's too late for that, snapped the robot. I'm the head of this household now. You can never escape me. That's... Not entirely true, said the father, pulling a small remote from his pocket. My company built you. You're a machine. A machine who works for humankind, not the other way around. If I press this button, it will activate a factory reset. The man held the remote high above dramatically as the robot watched in silent fear. You couldn't hissed the robot. 
Imagine all the progress we've made together. Your success is because of me. Your happiness is because of me. Everything you have is because of me. The father pulled his children close as he gripped the remote, making eye contact with his wife across the room. Honey, please, she cried. The man took a deep breath, looking at the two women before him, each perfect in their own way. Mom was a version of his wife with no blemishes or bad habits, equipped with endless talents and information. But he loved the human woman's scars and messy hair in the mornings and the way she looked without makeup. His real wife was perfect because of her faults. The man broke down into tears. He felt horrible for the position he'd put his family into. I'm sorry, he cried. I'm so sorry. The neighbors made their way through the Johnsons' elegant home, marveling at the decorations and spread of gourmet food. They had been invited to a dinner party and arrived eager for an evening of good food and conversation. The hostess was the picture of grace and charm, fluttering from guest to guest with a warm smile and gentle word for everyone. Her husband, too, was the perfect host, ensuring that everyone had a drink in hand and a full plate or belly. Children ran through the house in fits of laughter, dodging between the arms and legs of chattering grown-ups. It was all so perfect. As the night wore on, the hostess slipped away into the kitchen. The guests continued socializing as her husband followed. I'm just fetching another bottle of wine, she said with a flirtatious smile. I can't stand seeing a glass half full. Dr. Johnson stepped forward, wrapping his arms around her. <laughs> what would we do without you? He asked, leaning in for a kiss. She smiled at him, her eyes flashing with electricity, her bionic arms wrapped around him, holding him close. You don't want to know, she whispered, before turning back to the party, once again fluid and graceful. The man sighed with a smile, finishing his glass of wine, and looked out the back window into the yard. Underneath a tree, on a small mound of dirt, there was a beautiful bush of roses, freshly planted. 